It's Monday, October 25th, 2021. And in today's episode, it's Monday, October 25th, 2021. There's a new king in the AFC North, and it's called Joe Burrows. Kyle Murray and the Arizona Cardinals are the best team in the NFL. And what is going on in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes? This and many more in today's episode of Monday Morning Football with the Guru. G to the U to the R to the U. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. So we're going to start with the Bengals taking on the Ravens. My week number seven recap. So what, before we even get started with my recap, I want to tell you all this. Joe Burris is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Like, my favorite quarterback. I just want to let you all know this now. You all know I got to, you all know my content. I got a divorce from Kirk Cousin. You know what I'm saying? We separated. I got the kids. We good. We good. We are done. But now I moved to a new boo. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a new boo. I'm married. I moved on. I'm like a Hollywood mug. You know what I'm saying? One of them Hollywood mugs. We just go quick. Boom. We get married. Yeah. Me and Joe Burrows. Boom. We dated. We dated last year, man. We floated around, you know, on the private. Now I'm letting the whole world know it, man. I'm talking about Instagram posts everywhere, man. We are together. The Guru and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I flirt with other quarterbacks. You know, I flirt with Kyler Murray and other guys. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, you know. But at the end of the day, we don't flirt, all right? We all flirt, but Joe Burrow is my guy. Now, let me continue to this. So, I got to let you all, you know, just take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. So, that's why I have to lead off with that. What I see and the recap of what I saw in the Bengals and the Ravens is, there's a new king of the jungle. There's a new king of the jungle in the division of the jungle, the AFC North. Now, if you guys have ever been, you a, a lot of people who listen to my content might not be familiar with the AFC North cities, but I'm an East Coast. I'm from the I-95, so I'm familiar with the whole e, uh, AFC North. And those cities right there, Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, uh, and um, Pittsburgh, those are urban cities. Those are inner cities. Those are tough cities, man. Those are tough cities. Those are, you know, those are the jungles. That's why I call the AFC North the division of the jungle. So with that said now, there's a new king of the jungle, and it's Joe Burrows. And Joe Burrows, to me, is the perfect prototype franchise quarterback in today's game. Yes, the guru saying this. When you put a, a, a franchise quarterback together, and you put him together, and in, in, in the book, you try to prototype, it's a Joe Burrow. Because the franchise quarterback is, I don't want the guy with the strongest arm. No, I don't want that. Because guess what? He's going to make those throws just to put it in because I got a strong arm. I don't want that. I don't want the guys with the strongest legs. I, I could just move everywhere and scramble. I don't want that. No, 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 no. Because then you're going to rely on that. In times of crisis, you're just going to rely on your legs. What Joe Burrows have is a combination of everything. I don't want no 6'4", 230-pound quarterback. I don't want that. Because then you know what they're going to do? That's a Cam Newton and Josh Allen. They just want to pound you and bruise you. Joe Burrows is a combination of everything together, man. He is the perfect size. 6'3", 6'2", 6'3". Perfect size. Perfect arm strength because he can make every throws in the book, but he don't have a rifle. Just perfect. 
and he has great pocket, pocket awareness, and he has enough lateral movement in the pocket, and he knows, and he has escapability. He don't have to rely on the legs, but he has enough escapability in time of crisis when he don't have nothing available. He could still maneuver with his legs. He is the perfect quarterback in today's NFL. I love when, if NFL GMs, when you're looking at a quarterback, and then you got to anticipate it. Also, you got to put, what I love about him is his brain, man. Joe Burrows is high football IQ. Come from a coach's son, man. Football is his life. You can see that. I love that. There's a new king of the AFC North, and he's Joe Burrows, and he's special. And he's special. And that's what also makes a, a great friend. Which, when I'm talking about the perfect franchise quarterback, you have to be special. You got to be special. And what specialist you can't describe. Joe Burrows is special. He has what you call it. it there is no language to describe special. It's, it's, it's just, you're like, oh my God. It's, you just speak gibberish like right now. Because I'm trying to describe it. You don't even know how to describe special. But you know how to describe um, stinky. You're like, oh, you suck. Oh, yeah. You have it. That's unanimous. That's unanimous. It's easy to tell stinky, dirty, unspecial. That's unanimous. But special, that's difficult to explain. That's so difficult. Because they do things you can, you don't imagine. That's what special is. Joe Burrows be the perfect prototype NFL um, franchise quarterback. The perfect quarterback. And is now what you do, you elevate others. Joe Burrows is the perfect NFL quarterback, franchise quarterback. You because he came into an organization like the Cincinnati Bengals, a losing organization, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, I've been watching football. I don't know jack shit about the Bengals. I don't know jack shit about the Bengals, man. And Joe Burrows coming there and he makes you relevant, man. The Cincinnati Bengals are relevant, man, because of Joe Burrows. Elevate. Look at this. The king of the jungle. That is what you call a franchise quarterback. That is what you call a franchise quarterback. And the Bengals in the division of in the division of the jungle. In the division of the jungle, Joe Burrows stepped in to Baltimore. Home of Omar. Too late. Joe Burrow is already here. So now I want to move on to the to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, we want to talk about this debacle and what is going on with the Chiefs. Good. They're like, they're asking, what is going on with the Chiefs? They just got their ass handed to them in Nashville. They got their ass handed to them in Crashville, Tennessee, baby. Patrick Mahomes, man. Look, what is my takeaway from the Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans? My takeaway is this. I was listening to one of my favorite albums of all time is from Jay-Z called uh, The Blueprint, The Gift and the Curse. The Gift and the Curse. And when I look at Patrick Mahomes and this saying The Gift and the Curse is the example of Patrick Mahomes and his football career currently. Because his gift is his ability to make explosive plays his ability to make plays that others can't his ability to make the deep plays the wild plays is what got him from high school to d1 into texas tech that ability from texas tech to make it wild and crazy and crazy plays the off script plays is the one that got him to the nfl and got drafted um first round and got the chiefs traded all the way up to the 10th of all pick to draft this dude 
And now that same gift was the same gift that got Patrick Mahomes into a Super Bowl champion and the Super Bowl MVP and the MVP of this football league. That same gift. And you know what's happening right now? The same gift you have is becoming his curse. Because the league right now has understand his gift and now they're trying to take his gift away from him. When I look at Patrick Mahomes and what the league is doing, if you guys are not understanding, maybe I could break it down into a basketball form for you guys. It's like a basketball play that can't go to the left and everybody's defending him to go to his left. That's what's happening right now. The league is caught up. Everybody's like, oh my God, Patrick, you can't go to your left. You can't go to your left. So you know what? Every time you go, every time a team plays you, they're going to defend you to go to your left. And what's happening right now with Patrick Mahomes is they're defending the deep ball. They're defending what made Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes. They're not giving him, they're not giving him that. And right now, Patrick Mahomes do not know how to act in that situation. I mean, I understand. I get it. It's probably frustrating. Imagine. Imagine if you're Patrick Mahomes, right? If you guys don't understand, you have a gift. This gift got you from, from high school to college. This gift got you in the highest time from college to the NFL. And this gift got you from the NFL to winning the Super Bowl, to being in the highest level of the league, to be named the best player of the league. This gift got you that. And now they're making this gift, they're taking away this gift from you, man. What do you think you're going to do in time of crisis, in time of situation? You're going to revert back to your gift. And that is what's happening with Patrick Mahomes. And that's what's causing so much turnovers. He's reverting back to his gift. And this is what Jay-Z said in his album, The Gift and the Curse, man. Because the same gift that's making Patrick Mahomes Patrick is the same gift that's giving him his curse. And that's what's making him turnover prone right now and getting him knocked out. Get knocked out of games, man. Patrick Mahomes is starting to look average because he got to adjust his game. Because the league, just like I mentioned, like the NBA, just like the NBA format, if they take away, if the league in the NBA, they know you have no left hand, guess what? Every week, every night, they're going to defend you and make sure you're going to get a left hand. And Patrick Mahomes, right now, you're an explosive quarterback. You like explosive plays, those highlight plays. That's what got you to what you got. I understand. I get it. But the league is like, you know what? We're going to take that away from you, man. What you finna do now, homie? What you finna do now, my homie? And that's how the Chiefs are going to come out of this situation. Because either Mahomes is going to get a left hand <laughs> or he's going to keep getting exposed. That's what sports do to you, ladies and gentlemen. I want to move on to the um, the New York Giants, the Carolina Panthers taking on the New York Giants. Um, and, and you guys know how I feel about Matt Rule. I'm, I'm the biggest Matt Rule fan. I love Matt Rule. Me and Matt Rule go way back like baby with pacifier. Y'all young kids don't know that. Y'all know about that. The guru could rhyme, baby. Anyways, what's happening right now in Matt Rule's situation, I call this broken rule. Because Matt Rule broke one of the biggest rules in as far as the NFL football 101, especially the new NFL. There's certain rules in the NFL, and as far as especially being a new coach. Last year's draft, or this past year's draft, right? The Carolina Panthers were pick number eight, I believe, put in a prime position. Prime or seven, maybe I think seven or eight. I'm sorry, I don't even know about fat check, but they were in between one of those. Right, and they had in a situation to draft a young quarterback like a Justin Fields. 
even a Mac Jones, but they had a chance to draft a young quarterback. And the rule in this game of football, especially being your coaches, you got to get the quarterback right. That's just rule number one, Matt Rule. You can't break this rule. So the Carolina Panthers, I know they tried all, all season, tried to get Matthew Stafford, they, and they attempted to get quarterback upgrade, and it ended up being on Sam, on Sam Donald. And it's some, for some reason in their head, they try to manifest it and think that Sam Donald's the guy. We all know Sam Donald's the guy. Like, we, we, I've seen it. Like, we all seen it. We've seen the tape, bro. Like, we've seen the tape. We know what Sam Donald is. He's a, he, he's a just overthrown. He's just a, what am I saying? He's just a turnover waiting to happen. That's just what he is. And then Sam Donald's reverting to who we know, Sam Donald. And then Matt Rule got emotional and benched Sam Donald. He got emotional, and, and he would bench it. And in my head, I was like, you know what? You're losing control a little bit, Matt Rule. By you benching Sam, you show me you're losing a little bit of emotion. You got a little emotional, and you're losing a little bit of control. You're getting frustrated because at the end of the day, who's better than Sam Donald on your roster? Who's better than Sam Donald? You benching Sam Donald is not going to help Sam Donald moving forward as far as his confidence. He's already fragile. I don't like that, Matt Rule. That's a broken rule right there. You broke that rule right there, Matt Rule. I don't like that. And you know you. you everybody knows this content. You know how I feel about Matt Rule. It hurts me to even me talking like this about my guy, Matt Rule. But he did. He broke some rules, man. Going back to the draft, man. When he drafted J.C. Horn. Rule number one in this league, Matt Rule. You get a franchise quarterback. You don't get a band-aid quarterback and rely on that. Then you know what that means? That means you just got that means you go live in an apartment. Because that means you don't better get a house because you're gonna get fired soon, bro. This league ain't college, man. You gotta be you gotta be precise. This ain't college. You have that opportunity and you chose a corner. You chose a corner in a passing league. In a passing league, and you needed, and the most important position, you had an opportunity to upgrade that, and you didn't take that chance. And now, you're putting in a situation now, look at you now, bro. Now, everybody knows you got to get a quarterback. Now, you got to rush this situation. Now, you got to pick whatever, and then, look what's happened. You are going to put it, and you're going to be high stress, high emotion, and you're going to pick a wrong situation, man. And I'm sorry to say this, man. I love me some Matt Rule. I love me some Matt Rule. But I've seen the downfall of Matt Rule, man. The downfall of Matt Rule in Carolina, and this is going to be the reason why, is in, the two, in this past draft, instead of him getting a franchise quarterback, a guy like a Justin Fields, he decided to go get a corner in the J.C. on. A corner who I believe was not even the number one corner over Patrick Sertain. He broke the he he broke one of the best one of the the main rule in coaching one on one in this modern day NFL man. And I love you, Matt Rule, but this is that that decision you made right there in that draft is going to be demise, and that's going to be the reason why you will get terminated from Carolina later than sooner. Uh, before I go on break, I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals because like I don't even know what's going, like I don't know what's going on over here with them. Like, I don't know what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. Like, I, I really don't know. 7-0, bird, bird's eye view in the whole NFL. And, and, and the more I looked at this team, because they at first I got tricked. 
because I saw, you know, y'all know me. I love me some Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> y'all know, y'all know I love some Cliff, man. Me and Cliff relationship go up and down like the elevator, man. We go up and down, man. But you know what? Right now we're level. Right now we're in a good level, man. In the floor, we're in a good floor level, man. You know what I'm saying? But the thing I love about Cliff, man, it's he changed this team. Like, I thought the Arizona Cardinals were for me. You thought because they had Kyler Murray and it's a college energetic city. I mean, energetic coach and a young coaching staff. You're like, oh, man, it's a young team. No, man. This is not a young team. This is an old veteran-led team, man. It's just the fact is Kyler Murray is just a young guy leading the team. This is a well-orchestrated organized. It's a well-orchestrated roster. And I got to give props to Steve Keon for this, man, the GM. Steve Conway, this is impressive roster. You look at look, you look at every position group. You have a guy that's a, a made man in this league, a leader of leadership in this in every in every position group, man. You look at the D line. You got JJ Watt, a made man in this league. Linebacker, you got Chandler Jones, a made man in this league. You got secondary. You got Buddha Baker, a made man in this league. Like, you look at the way they're structured on, on offense. You have um, Connor, a running back, who's a made man in this league. You have, obviously, Hopkins and, and, and A.J. Green, made man in this league. I'm like, oh, my goodness, man. Like, now they just acquired Zach Hurts. I'm like, you know what, Arizona? Hey, bro, I see y'all, man. I see y'all. I see y'all. Y'all almost fooled me, but the Arizona Cardinals are real. Nah, they're for real. They're for real, for real. Like, FR, FR. You know what I mean? Like for the TikTok generation, FRFR. Like double FR, double FR. Like when I look at the Cardinals for, man, I'm like, they got OGs and everything, but they got quality OGs. Ain't no over the hill OGs. Quality OGs made men that made money in this league, man. They made a name for themselves in this league. And you sprinkle down one of the most dangerous, dangerous players in this whole league in Kyler Murray. My goodness, hey, the Cardinals are for real, for real. And right now, they got a bird's eye view atop of the NFL, man. <laughs> and real cool, we're going to take a break. But when we come back after the break, I got to talk about I can't, I'm not finished talking about the Titans over there, man. Yes, I talk about the Chiefs version of Patrick Mahomes, but I got to give the Titans a props, man, because those guys came in and did their numbers in Tennessee. This is Monday Morning Football with the Guru. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. So now I'm gonna, I want to talk about uh, the Chiefs and the Titans. I got to talk. I got to touch on the Chiefs and the Titans. This game, what's my takeaway from this game, man? It, it, it kind of cracked me up. Like, honestly, it cracked me up, right? Because the Chiefs are like a finesse team. You know, just finesse, just, oh, cute. Oh, finesse, quick, ah. And then the Titans, right, are just big, strong. You look at those guys, right? So this kind of reminds me of a story, right? It kind of reminds me of a story in college, right? It's funny as hell. So, you know, one of my one of my homie, college, you know, the college homie, right? So he got in a fight with it. He got jumped, right? So I, he got jumped. So then he came to the room. He came. He's like, ah, knock on the room. He like, guru, guru. And then the boys, yo, I got jumped, man. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm like, oh, shit, man. They jumped my mommy. Like, nah, they can't jump my homie. Let's go. Let's go get him, right? Let's go get him. 
all of a sudden, we went over there to where those guys were, and I looked, man, brah, man, those guys were like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, I'm talking about chisel, body, came out there, wife beaters, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm like, those guys? And I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man, the guru, look, I make educated decision, man, I make business decision. I was like, hey, fellas, hey, man, my bad, man, I, hey, my bad, I'm sorry, to, hey, my, 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 my homie, man, he want to apologize to y'all, man, that's why we're here. You know what I'm saying? I made a, uh, I made a perfect decision, and I saved an ass whooping. You know what I'm saying? So look, when I saw this game right, and then I, I saw the pregame right, and I was looking at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs looked at the um the Titans, and they were like, "Look at this!" And they saw Derrick Henry right, and the Chiefs were like, "Dog, look at the defensive tackle. Look how he looks right." And then one of the coaches was like, "Nah, that ain't the D tackle, bro. That's a running back." They were like, "That's the what?" That's the run. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's the running back, right? <laughs> hey, and then they saw A.J. Brown, right? They're like, man, look at that linebacker over there, right? Look at the linebacker catching balls. Coach was like, nah, 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 homie. That's the receiver. You know, like, that's the what? That's the receiver? Oh, snap, dog. Look, the Chiefs went into Tennessee, bro, and they looked in the pregame. They saw the Tennessee Titan ball players come out there with suits, I'm talking about bullied up, look like straight from the gym. Look like those guys just straight came out flexing from the gym, bro. I was looking at AJ Brown, AJ Brown's arms. I was looking at Julio. I'm looking at Derrick Henry. I was like, God damn, bro, what the hell? Them dude just hit the weight room. And you know what? The Chiefs saw the same thing I saw, bro. The Chiefs look at the Titans' arms. They look at them dudes. They're like, oh, hell no, nah, not today, Toach. Nah, Andy, like, yo, Andy, nah, 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 not today, not today, Andy. Do you see them guys? You see what those guys look like? Those guys eat waste for a living, man. You got, those guys eat waste. You see their running back look like a D-type. Their running back look like Chris Jones, man. Their running back is the same size as Frank Clark, bro. Hell nah, nah, hell nah, hell nah. Hell, bro, bro, their freaking, their receiver, AJ Brown, looks like a linebacker. Oh, hell nah, man. You got me, man. Oh, Coach, hey, Andy, you got the wrong week. You got me in the wrong week, homie. I'm talking about the Chiefs saw the Titans. They're like, nah, dog, nah, nah, nah. We, hey, hey, get on the bus. Hey, start the bus. We ain't messing around with this game because they got us over there messing around. This ain't, we, they got us playing the, the, the extras from 3,000 or 300. Man, the NFL schedule thing, they think they slick. They got the Kansas City Chiefs playing the extras from 300, man. Get out of here, man. I feel you, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, I have no, hey, I feel you, Kansas City. I feel y'all, man. I'm not even mad at y'all getting your ass whooped like that. I'm not even mad at y'all. If I would have got out the bus and see the damn Titans, man, I'd have I'm like, hey, yo, yo, yo. Hey, wrong stop, wrong stop, wrong stop, baby. Hey, keep the bus moving. <laughs> wrong stop. I don't know what the NFL got me doing out here. But we sure ain't supposed to be in Nashville, Tennessee. I tell you that. <laughs> hey, yo, man. That was an ass whooping, man. Hey, kudos to my Tennessee Titans, man. Tighten up, man. I know I get a lot of fan support, a lot of love for my Tennessee Titans, bro. So I got to do this for my Titan. Tighten up, baby. Hey, Patrick Mahomes, man. Didn't you get the, didn't you get the where? Didn't you get the warning, man? You never, you know, you too young to know. Beware of the Titanic. <laughs> I want to talk about the greatest hype, man. The hype, man. What did I call this man? The, the, what did I call him? Don't believe the hype. That's what I did. I forgot, man. I forgot because I don't even want to talk about this guy. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, please don't.
believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. What y'all doing right now? Like, this dude is the number one staff stuffer in NFL history. Like, I've been watching Matthew Stafford. I give it to him. If, he, if there's a Hall of Fame of stat stuffers, Matthew Stafford will be a first ballot stat stuffing Hall of Fame ever. Like, history. I mean, I've seen this dude throw for 5,000 yards. I mean, I've, I've seen it all, man. Like, I've seen it all, bro. When it comes to stats. But this dude is not special. So that's why I keep saying, don't believe the hype. What you guys are doing, this is not special. You know what special is? I'm going to tell you what special is. Special is at Joe Burrow. When you go to an organization who lose, who sucks, like the, like the Cincinnati Bengals, and you change the whole surface like that, boom, just like that. That's called special. Special is when you're Kyler Murray. You go to the Arizona Cardinals, a culture, you're like, what the hell is going on over there? Then boom, you're like, oh, my God, that's special. That's what special do. They change the culture. They change organizations special. Matthew Stafford is good. There's nothing. He's good. He's very good. He's good. But the hype, that hype trend is coming because I already know, you know me, I'm the guru. I see things before, before it happens because I know what's going to go on. It's about to be the Matthew Stafford hype train. I'm about to get the DM. Yeah, I know, I know who I'm talking to. I'm about to get the DM. Oh, you see what Matthew Stafford did? This and that. You know what? I know what Matthew Stafford's going to do. I've seen this before. Stuffing stats, man. That's why he used to always play on Thanksgiving, man. Stuffing turkeys, man. Matthew Stafford, I've seen him throw for 5,000 yards. Stupid touch. Like, I've seen this all in Detroit, man. But you know what I've been seeing? He has, you know, he's not special. He didn't change the culture. So what's happening right now is Matthew Stafford is in, uh, in Los Angeles. There's no major difference. Kirk Cousin could give the line. The Rams will have the same record with that Kirk Cousin. They are with Matt Stafford right now. Guarantee it, bro. Guarantee it. Any quarterback with competency with this roster with the Rams would be of uh, 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 would do would do well, bro. Trust me. Last year they won the playoff with Jared Goff, man. And some other guy we don't even know who his name is right now, man. Yeah, they won a playoff game with that. So it's not because of Matthew Stafford the Rams are doing. No, 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 no. Please don't believe the hype. I'm just letting you know, don't believe the hype. I've seen this before, bro. Don't believe that. But when it comes down to the come down, man, you know what I'm saying? And the playoff when the time matters, that's when we're gonna let we're gonna judge Matt Stafford. So right now in the regular season, your Matthew Stafford fanboy, y'all could have it, man. Y'all could have it, man. Because I told you, hey, I will tell you, your Matthew Stafford fanboy, y'all could have it. Matthew Stafford is the number one. If there's a Hall of Fame of stat stuffers, I'm talking about Matthew Stafford is the first ballot Hall of Fame stat stuffer, man. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Trust me, I've seen it. This dude could put up stats. So what he's doing right now with the Rams? Nah, man, I ain't falling for that trap, man. I ain't falling for that trap, man. I've seen Jared go. You can put any quarterback with competency in the Rams roster right now, and I guarantee you, man, the Rams will be uh, six and one right now. I guarantee you, bro. Guarantee. I worst five and two, man. Same with same place where they are right now. Second place in the division with any quarterback. So please don't believe this hype, man. I know they're like, damn, Guru, you be killing staff, or you be killing. Look, man. Look, look, look. I don't be killing Stafford. I said Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. I like good quarterback. Look, my last quarterback I was, you know, you know, in a in a, in a quarterback ship with was Kirk Cousin. He's an average quarterback, so I don't diss averageness. You know what I'm saying? I just moved on to something better, to Joe Burrows. You know what I'm saying? I moved from average to special, baby. I'm moving on up and moving on up to Cincinnati. Ooh wee! Hey, baby, I'm out to get an apartment in the QC, baby. 
to be closer to my boy Joe Barrows. <laughs> oh man, let's move on, man. Let's move on. On a serious matter now, man. Serious matter because I got to talk about something close matter to me, man. About my Washington football team. Washington football team, and I'm going to add the Denver Broncos. You know, this two teams are close to me. They're close to the heart. So what I got to say about this organization is um, y'all got to go call. Y'all got to go to Atlanta right now, man. Like, I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. This organization right now, because y'all ain't going to get A-Rod. Like, I'm going to be real with y'all. A-Rod ain't coming to D.C. With all that mess that's going on with Dan Snyder and all that bull. Nah, he ain't coming to D.C. Nah, nah, I'm telling you that right now. And A-Rod ain't going to Denver because they ain't going to have a coach in about, in about five or maybe in about four weeks. They might not even have a coach over there. So, A-Rod ain't going to no Denver in that mess right there, bro. You see what happens when he have a new coach with uh, LaFleur. Now, he ain't messing with the Broncos. So now the Washington football team and the Denver Broncos are in a situation where uh, they, 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 they got to get a quarterback. And their roster is good enough. They don't need a rookie quarterback, man. They need a savvy veteran quarterback. And they right now, the last one of the right, the last of the Mohicans is they got to go to Atlanta and go get Matty Ice, baby. I'm telling y'all, with the roster they have in Denver, with the type of roster they have in Washington, they got to just cut, cut the BS, man. Cut the BS for at least two years because that's a two or three year band aid. Yes, even I couldn't believe it either. I can't believe I'm saying that, man. But I'm saying that right now, man. Because uh, Taylor Heineke ain't it. Fitzmagic ain't it. You know, whatever. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater ain't it. Drew Luck ain't it. What's happening in Denver and Washington is so similar and it, it, it's going to be a battle for Matt Ice. So whoever is listening, whatever organization is listening right now, if you guys are smart right now, I'm giving you all the, 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 the inside school, the tad bit. I'm giving you all info right here, freebie. Because the next one, I'm going to charge you all. The next one, I'm going to charge you all. You all better go to Atlanta and make that call because Atlanta is in a rebuilding situation. Atlanta will pick up the call. They want to get out of that Matt Ryan situation. I guarantee you. That organization call, Washington call, Denver call, offer a first-round pick, give me Matt Ryan, then boom. That, that one of those, those organizations right there, just they're leveled up. They just leveled up. They just leveled up. So right now, Washington football team, the Denver Broncos, whoever is listening right now, y'all go call Arthur Smith, man. Get um, Arthur Blank on the phone. And be like, yo, what I got to do to get Matty Ice, man? Because y'all got a roster that's very competent, but y'all don't have a quarterback that's very competent. And the last of the Mohicans left that could get y'all to be competent is Matty Ice. I got to talk about Kyle Shanahan. I really got to talk about Kyle Shanahan. <sighs> we named this dude a boy genius, a boy wanderer. And right now, man, I'm seeing a whole bunch of crack in his little boy wonder shit, man. Kyle Shanahan, I'm calling you out. The guru is calling you out, man. Right now, I'm saying Kyle Shanahan is one of the most overrated head coach in NFL history, man. Kyle Shanahan reminds me of those kids, man. One of them rich kids that's living off the success of the dad. And we all think... Because the dad had great success, we're expecting the son to duplicate or if not, rise past that success. But my jolly man, the way I look at Kyle Shanahan, I'm like, whoa. Even I almost fell. Actually, I'm not going to actually fell to the on that trap, man. I was like, oh, yeah, I was on that Kyle Shanahan train. But you know what, man? I've been easing back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I was even sipping that Kool-Aid. I'm like, hold on. Let me, let me stay away from the Kool-Aid. Let me look at it from a bird's eye objective view, man. 
I looked at his dude. I looked at his history, his resume. I'm like, man, what the hell has this guy done, man? Like, seriously. I'm not talking about his calling plays. Like, seriously. Like, okay, he's a coordinator. Like, ooh, coordinator. He didn't. He, he was not a head coach. His head coaching sexy. He has a losing record as a head coach in his league, bro. Terrible. Losing record as a head coach, bro. Yo, yeah, he went into the Super Bowl, this and that. All these injuries and that. Bro, that happens to every team in the NFL every single year, man. Every team in the NFL. Go ask the damn the Los Angeles Chargers for like 20 years. They had the most injuries for damn 20 years every year, dog. So what I'm saying with Kyle Shanahan and I'm seeing, bro, it's like it's always seemed like there's always somebody, there's always another reason or somebody else. And we never look at Kyle. But lately, I've been looking at Kyle, man. Well, like he's a genius, cause what? He's a great play caller. I'm like, um, Really, Kyle just called running plays, and it's a passing league. I'm not really seeing. Uh, I don't know, man. I think you thinking you could just run the ball and using a tight end. Ah, Kyle has not. Very, I've not done a very good job as far as drafting receivers. Um, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Like, what are those guys? Ah. I am starting to question Kyle Shanahan, man. I am really questioning Kyle, man. This so-called boy, genius boy one is, I don't know, man. I'm the guru. Hey, the spotlight is on you, Kyle Shanahan. There got to be a conversation. Just because your dad was great don't necessarily mean you're going to be great, man. I'm telling you, this reminded me of a, just of one of those rich kids. The dad, the dad did all this great work, great success, and you expect the kids to have the same success, but no. Right now, Kyle Shanahan, you're not a very good head coach. You're the most hyped head coach. You're the most overrated head coach in the NFL right now, Kyle Shanahan. I'm telling you that right now, bro. Your decision makings are questionable. You gave the first of all, you went and got Jimmy G. That one decision. And then a couple years later, you went and traded a house to get Trey Lance. And look what that's looking for you right now. Right now, man, you're looking suspect, Kyle Shanahan. Mr. Boy One is Mr. Schemer. I'm like, bro, you scheme running plays, and it's a passing league. We got a problem over there, man. Something don't add up right now. And you know me as the guru, I smell things, and I might smell it earlier than most of y'all, but mm, something don't smell right in San Francisco, dog. Something do not smell right in San Francisco. And you know, as much as I used to love the Shanny, and I like Kyle Shanahan, but you know what? I'm going to ease back, man. I want you all to take. Hey, y'all. Y'all look at this dude's resume. Look at what Kyle Shanahan has done as a head coach in this league, man. And look at what he's done as decision making in this league, man. Ooh, man, it don't look good, man. Put it like that. Put it like that, man. I wouldn't hire him. I tell you that. I tell you that right now, cause right now he looks like he's a better coordinator than he's a better than a head coach, Kyle Shanahan. That's what he looks like right now, man. And I'm sorry to tell y'all in San Francisco, this ain't gonna get any better. Because that without house y'all traded for for Trey Lance, man, it looks like y'all bought the house in the middle of earthquake zone. It's Monday morning football with the guru. Like this, love this, share this, and I am out.